0: Have you ever wondered why some people connect deeply while others struggle to find genuine relationships? Or why certain individuals thrive in the face of challenges while others crumble? Daring Greatly seeks to answer these questions. This book is not just another self-help guide. It's a journey into the heart of vulnerability. Brene Brown, a renowned researcher, takes us through her findings on shame, courage, and empathy. She structures her work around the idea that embracing our vulnerabilities can lead to richer experiences and deeper connections. Throughout the book, Brown offers insights into how we can live wholeheartedly, facing our fears and opening ourselves up to the world. By understanding and integrating the concepts she presents, we can lead more fulfilling lives and build genuine human connections. So, as we delve deeper, let's explore how vulnerability can be our greatest strength and how we can harness it to transform our relationships and our lives. Before we dive into the main concepts of daring greatly, if you're finding value in this content and want to support us, please consider backing us on our Patreon. Your support helps us bring more insightful summaries like this to you. Now, let's unravel the core ideas of this transformative book.
1: Vulnerability is power. Have you ever felt exposed or afraid to show your true self? Many of us have. But what if I told you that this feeling, this vulnerability, is actually a source of immense power? Let's dive into this concept. In Daring Greatly, Brené Brown flips the script on vulnerability. Instead of seeing it as a weakness, she presents it as a strength. Think about a time when you shared a personal story or a secret with someone. It felt risky, right? But when that person responded with understanding and empathy, the connection deepened. That's the magic of vulnerability. Brown's research shows that when we embrace our vulnerabilities, we open ourselves up to richer experiences and deeper connections. It's like standing at the edge of a cliff, looking down, and deciding to jump into the refreshing water below. Yes, it's scary, but the reward? It's exhilarating, Imagine a world where we all dared to be vulnerable, where we celebrated our imperfections and shared our struggles. It would be a world filled with genuine connections and understanding. Now, ask yourself, what's holding you back from being vulnerable? Is it fear of judgment or maybe a past experience? Remember, by embracing vulnerability, you're not showing weakness. You're showing courage. And in that courage lies true power. A quote from the book that beautifully captures this is, Vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. So, next time you're faced with a moment where you can choose to hide or show your true self, dare greatly. Embrace the power of vulnerability.
0: Combating shame and scarcity How often do you catch yourself thinking? I'm not good enough or I don't have what it takes. These thoughts, rooted in shame and the myth of scarcity, can be paralyzing. But what if we could break free from them? Brene Brown delves deep into these emotions in daring greatly. She explains that shame is that voice in our head that whispers negative self-talk. It's the belief that we're flawed and, because of that, unworthy of love and belonging. On the other hand, the myth of scarcity is the constant feeling of never having or being enough. It's the never enough culture that pushes us to believe we're always lacking in some way. But here's the thing. These feelings. They're universal. We all experience them. The difference lies in how we handle them. Brown suggests that the first step to combating shame and scarcity is recognizing and understanding them. By being aware of these emotions, we can challenge and overcome them. For instance, instead of thinking I'm not good enough, ask yourself, why do I feel this way? What triggered this thought? By understanding the root cause, you can address it head-on. Brown also emphasizes the importance of cultivating a sense of worthiness. It's about believing that you are enough just as you are. This doesn't mean ignoring areas of growth but rather acknowledging your worth irrespective of them. A poignant quote from the book says, Believing that you're enough is what gives you the courage to be authentic. So, the next time you're caught in the web of shame or feel trapped by the myth of scarcity, remember this, you are enough, you always have been, and by recognizing and challenging these emotions, you can lead a more authentic, fulfilling life.
1: Wholehearted living and resilience. Have you ever met someone who just radiates positivity and authenticity? Someone who, despite life's challenges, seems to approach every situation with an open heart. That's what Brene Brown calls wholehearted living. But what does it mean, and how can we achieve it? In Daring Greatly, wholehearted living is described as engaging with the world from a place of worthiness. It's about embracing who you are, Imperfections and all, and believing that you are worthy of love, belonging, and joy. It's not about being perfect or having all the answers. It's about being real. Now, life isn't always easy. We face challenges, setbacks, and disappointments. But resilience is the key to navigating these tough times. Resilience is not about avoiding struggles, but about bouncing back from them. It's about learning, growing, and coming out stronger on the other side. Brown suggests that one of the keys to building resilience is practicing self-compassion. It's about treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding as you would a dear friend. Instead of being your harshest critic, be your biggest supporter. Let's take an example. Imagine you made a mistake at work. Instead of spiraling into negative self-talk like, I'm such a failure, try shifting your perspective. Ask yourself, what can I learn from this? How can I grow? This shift, though subtle, can make a world of difference. A quote from the book that resonates deeply with this concept is Owning our story and loving ourselves through that process is the bravest thing we'll ever do. It's a reminder that life is a journey filled with ups and downs, but by living wholeheartedly and building resilience, we can navigate this journey with grace, courage, and authenticity. So, reflect on this. How can you practice wholehearted living today? What's one act of self-compassion you can show yourself? Remember, every step, no matter how small, brings you closer to a life filled with purpose and joy.
0: Parenting, Connection and Empathy Have you ever wondered how some families seem to have such strong bonds while others struggle to connect? Or how certain parents manage to raise confident, compassionate children? The secret might lie in vulnerability, connection and empathy. In Daring Greatly, Brené Brown discusses the profound impact of vulnerability in parenting. She suggests that by showing our children our true selves, flaws and all, we teach them the value of authenticity. It's not about being the perfect parent, but about being a genuine one. When children see their parents embrace vulnerability, They learn that it's okay to be imperfect. They learn that they are loved, not for what they achieve, but for who they are. Now, let's talk about connection. True connection is not just about spending time together. It's about being present, listening, and truly understanding one another. It's about feeling seen, heard, and valued, and this connection is the foundation of strong, healthy relationships. But how do we foster this connection? The answer is empathy. Empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. It's the bridge that connects us. When we respond to our children's struggles with empathy, we show them that they're not alone. We teach them the value of compassion. Here's a simple example. Imagine your child comes home upset after failing a test. Instead of saying, it's just a test. Don't worry about it. Try saying, I can see you're really upset about this. I'm here for you. This small shift in response can make a world of difference in how your child feels. Brown beautifully captures this idea in the book, stating, Empathy has no script. There is no right way or wrong way to do it. It's simply listening, holding space, withholding judgment, emotionally connecting, and communicating that incredibly healing message of, you are not alone. So, as you reflect on your relationships, especially with your children, ask yourself, how can I be more vulnerable today? How can I foster deeper connections? And how can I practice empathy in my daily interactions? Remember, it's these small intentional acts that build strong, lasting bonds.
1: The Vulnerability Armory and feedback. Have you ever found yourself avoiding difficult conversations? Or maybe you've tried to numb painful emotions with distractions. These are parts of what Brainy Brown calls the vulnerability armory in daring greatly. But what is this armory and how does it impact our lives? The vulnerability armory refers to the shields we put up to protect ourselves from getting hurt. These shields can take many forms like perfectionism, numbing, or even cynicism. While they might offer temporary relief, in the long run, they prevent us from truly connecting with others and experiencing life fully. For instance, consider perfectionism. It's not about striving for excellence, but about trying to protect ourselves from criticism or judgment. But here's the catch. No one is perfect, but aiming for perfection, we set ourselves up for inevitable disappointment. Now, let's talk about feedback In our lives, we constantly receive feedback, whether it's at work, in our relationships, or even from ourselves. But not all feedback is useful. Brown advises focusing on feedback from those who genuinely care about our growth and well-being. It's about discerning constructive criticism from mere negativity. Imagine you've shared a project at work, and a colleague offers some suggestions. Instead of immediately getting defensive or dismissing their feedback, take a moment. Ask yourself, is this feedback coming from a place of genuine concern and desire to help? If yes, embrace it. If not, let it go. A quote from the book that encapsulates this idea is Don't try to win over the haters. You're not the jackass whisperer. It's a humorous reminder that we can't please everyone, and that's okay. What's important is staying true to ourselves and valuing feedback that helps us grow. So, As you navigate your day, reflect on this. What shields from the vulnerability armory are you holding on to? How can you lower them, even just a little? And how can you embrace feedback that truly matters? Remember, by doing so, you open yourself up to deeper connections, growth, and a richer experience of life.
0: Stepping into the arena. Have you ever been faced with a challenge and thought? Should I take the risk or play it safe? Brene Brown, in daring greatly, encourages us to step into the arena, to face challenges head-on, and to embrace the possibility of failure. But why is this so important, and how can we muster the courage to do it? Imagine the arena has a metaphorical place where battles are fought, risks are taken, and greatness is achieved. It's easy to sit on the sidelines, to be a spectator, and to judge those in the arena. But real courage, Brown argues, is not in avoiding the fight, but in stepping into it, knowing full well that you might get hurt. Think about a time when you took a risk, maybe in your career, in a relationship, or in pursuing a dream. It was scary, right? But whether you succeeded or faced setbacks, there was growth in the process, there was learning, And that's the essence of stepping into the arena. Brown's inspiration comes from Theodore Roosevelt's famous speech, where he says, It's not the critic who counts, but the man in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. It's a powerful reminder that it's better to try and fail than to never try at all. Now, this doesn't mean recklessly jumping into every challenge. It means assessing risks, Preparing, but ultimately having the courage to act, even in the face of uncertainty. A quote from the book that resonates with this concept is, Courage starts with showing up and letting ourselves be seen. It's about being vulnerable, taking off our armor, and embracing the unknown. So, I ask you, what's your arena? What challenges or dreams have you been avoiding out of fear? And what would it look like for you to step into that arena today? Remember, every great achievement starts with a decision to try. And by daring greatly, you open yourself up to endless possibilities.
1: Daring Leadership Have you ever worked under a leader who inspired trust, creativity, and innovation? Or perhaps you've been in a team where everyone felt safe to share ideas, even if they were unconventional. Brene Brown, in Daring Greatly, introduces us to the concept of daring leadership, a style that embraces vulnerability to foster such environments. But how does this work and why is it so transformative? Leadership isn't just about giving orders or managing teams. At its core, leadership is about building connections, fostering trust, and creating spaces where people feel valued and heard. And guess what? Vulnerability plays a pivotal role in this. Brown's research shows that leaders who are open about their challenges, who admit when they don't have all the answers, and who are willing to listen actively, are the ones who build the most cohesive and innovative teams. It's a shift from the traditional view of leadership, where showing any form of vulnerability was seen as a weakness. Consider a leader who, after a project setback, gathers the team and says, I'm disappointed, and I know we can do better. Let's talk about what went wrong and how we can improve. This approach, rooted in vulnerability, invites open dialogue, learning, and growth. A quote from the book that beautifully captures this idea is, vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. It's a reminder that when we create environments where people feel safe to take risks, share ideas, and be themselves magic happens. So, whether you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, reflect on this. How can you embrace vulnerability in your approach? How can you foster trust and open dialogue in your team? Remember, daring leadership isn't about having all the answers. It's about asking the right questions, listening, and creating spaces where everyone feels empowered to contribute. In the end, by embracing the principles of daring leadership, Not only do we build stronger teams, but we also pave the way for groundbreaking ideas and solutions.
0: In our journey through daring greatly, we've explored the transformative power of vulnerability, from building genuine connections to fostering daring leadership. Brene Brown's insights challenge us to embrace our imperfections, face our fears, and step into the arena of life with courage. By doing so, We not only enrich our personal experiences but also inspire those around us to to live more authentically thank you for joining us on this exploration of vulnerability and its profound impact on our lives if you found value in this summary and feel inspired to delve deeper i highly recommend reading the full book brene brown's words have the power to resonate inspire and bring about change for those interested You can find an affiliate link to Daring Greatly in the description below. By purchasing through this link, you'll be supporting our content, allowing us to bring more insightful summaries your way. Remember, Daring Greatly isn't just about big moments. It's about the everyday choices we make. So, as you move forward, embrace vulnerability, connect deeply, and dare to live wholeheartedly.